You're listening to the Less Stress in Life podcast. Your hosts, Deb Timmerman and Barb Fletcher, are on a mission to help individuals and organizations manage stress and change. Together, they bring you real conversations, inspirational stories, and strategies to help move you from being stressed to feeling your best. Hello everyone, I'm Deb Timmerman. Welcome to our series of 52 Practical Tools for Less Stress in Life. This is episode 48. My co-host Barb Fletcher is a little underneath the weather today, so she won't be joining us. But our goal is to give you tools and strategies to help you move from feeling stressed to feeling your best. Today, our guest is Sharon Saraga-Walters. Sharon has spent the last 35 years in the health and wellness world. After graduating with a BS in health promotions, she launched a business as a personal fitness trainer, then trained to become a massage therapist, and is now an author and gratitude coach. Welcome, Sharon. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you're here today. I'm excited to have this conversation. Tell our listeners how you got to be an expert in gratitude. People call me an expert, but I got to this place just from my own life's learning. I really wanted to be the best self. I'm in some great fields, you know, with wellness and massage and all those things. And and being in those fields, I felt it was really important for me to be, be my best self, for me to show up. And when people saw me that I really, I walk my talk. And I really present the best part of me. So in that journey, the two things that I that drew me in um, my life was always for many, many years was exercise. And I did a lot of personal growth work. And the thing that really stood out for me in the personal growth world over the past 10 or 15 years was really was gratitude. So I just explored those two, I call them my superpowers of gratitude and exercise. And I just explored it. I've been practicing it for years. And um, I just think it was through doing my work on myself and exploring it all, doing reading, that I became definitely my own expert. So what does your daily practice look like? So that, that's a great question. That is always interchanges. I've written three books. And let me say that my last book that I just wrote, it came out in, um, a few months ago. It's about four steps to, I call it exercise gratitude or gratitude. The book is called Gratitude 365. So let me back it up a little bit. So back maybe 10 years ago, I would say when I got into to gratitude, the main thing I really did was doing gratitude journaling. That was what I did. And it was really helpful for me. It really did a lot for me. But what I found is through time after time, after years, I needed something more. It was like, that wasn't enough for me. And so I spent about a year really exploring this. How do I go deeper with this work? So grateful for the journaling, but there's something else that's missing. My first book is called The 28-Day Gratitude Workout. And what I realized a year after that book was my routine starts with a wake-up. And when I wrote that book six years ago, what came to me later, a year later, was I realized I didn't really notice how I wake up. I just got out of bed. That was it. There was nothing about my wake up that I took any notice to. The other shock for me was I never felt gratitude to be alive, to start a new day. That was really quite something. Here I'm into gratitude. We learn different levels and different places in our lives when we get different things. And it was my time a year later to see, wow, here's my next step in growth. 
So it sounds like you've done this in layers. So you started with a gratitude journal and then you added the waking up in the morning and doing a little bit gratitude practice. So circling back to that question about what your day looks like, do you still journal? I do journal. It looks different on different days. Um, but yes, for right now, my daily practice is really I'm intentional and give attention to my wake up. You know, how do I wake up? I do that every morning now. I mean, it is ingrained in me now. Um, and it's important for me. I believe it's an important thing and it doesn't have to take a lot. It's just doing a check-in. For me, I say, thank you. I mean, that's the first words that come out of my mouth, potentially in my mind. And sometimes I say it out loud, just thank you to start my day like that. Instead of just going clueless. How do you get yourself back on track or keep yourself on track during the day? Checking in. Can you so, tell us a little about that? I've been working this for a long time. It was my um, persistence and my working at it. So I'm not expecting anybody to be like this. So I, I get that. So you're going to hear the, the the major powerhouse deal here is how I'm doing it. So I have a wake up that I do. Then I have a gratitude morning routine, which I do whatever that is. It can be journaling, whatever that is for someone to do to get you in a state of gratitude, state of calm, a state of really ready to take on the day, getting in that state of mind. So that's my next thing I do. And that can be anything from, um, I can watch a talk, I could do some journaling. Um, for me, I do a lot of posts around gratitude. I know some people don't do social media in the morning. I give people e an exercise every single day around gratitude, how to exercise gratitude for the day. Yes. What do you do yes. when you get off kilter? What do you notice when you slip back into those old habits. What does that look like for you in your body or your mind? Um, I don't notice it in my body as well. I guess I do kind of in my body, but it just feels yucky. It really feels so, and I'm grateful for that. It feels so yucky. It's like, where's that other state? Where's that? I call it my Disney state. It's like, where is that state that I love being in? And I'm glad that it's so, it shows up pretty quickly in me. And telling somebody the other day, it's like, I've learned how to have grace with it because I used to get so mad and so frustrated and just shut down. I have found to have grace with it because life is going to, it's going to ebb and flow. Life just happens. And so I just, with that grace, and I just know that, okay, what am I not doing? And typically what happens is that I'm not giving enough attention to gratitude for me. Um, I just had that the other day. So I said in the morning about doing gratitudes, but then in my day, what I love in, the, in this, in my latest book, I say, stop and give me three gratitudes. So it's a focus in the afternoon, finding at least three gratitudes in your day. So see, it's really amazing. And it doesn't have to be three. If you could just focus on finding one gratitude, one gratitude a day, you've made a difference. In the heart math world where mm -hmm. I practice, it's about uh -huh. shifting our emotional state. And that's what I hear you saying. You notice that you're not feeling as good as you could or you're not in that Disney state. Mm -hmm. So your body or your mind, something is giving you a clue and you're paying mm -hmm. attention to that and using that time to intentionally shift out of that state. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I think people feel like, all of these practices are supposed to come to us really easy and they're automatic, but it's really about awareness, isn't it? 
you have to really be tuned in and be aware. And it's a choice. You could stay in that yucky place or mm -hmm. not. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is a choice. And for me, I don't know if it just took time, but gratitude for me, it is the quickest thing that shifts me to another place. It's almost immediate. We had some snow today and I could have looked at it like, oh my gosh, it's snowing. I'm from Florida. So, so luckily for me, I just said, wow, look how beautiful it is. And that's gratitude too. It's like if you can shift something, the words so quickly, it really makes a difference and it doesn't take any time. I'm kind of chuckling because we had snow here too. I love snow. It's pretty. I just don't uh -huh. like to drive in it. And today um, I happened to be scrolling through my own social media and it was yesterday I did a post about find three things about the weather you're grateful for. Uh -huh. And I had to really think about that today. I could have been in that state of this is yuck or really enjoy it. The trees were absolutely beautiful. It was pretty. I teach Tai Chi on Tuesday mornings, so we used the snow in part of our meditation today. <laughs> but if you're not aware and you're not thinking about where you are, it's so easy to get into that, that other state and bring yourself down. It changes your chemistry. Yeah. Right. I'd love to hear more about your Gratis Size 365 project. Tell us a little bit about that. What was your inspiration for it? And if I hear the words 365 and I think daily, so mm -hmm. share mm -hmm. some more. So as I was saying, you know, one of the things for me, I, I have found in my work, this work that I needed to go deeper, deeper, deeper. And um, in doing so, I spent like a year really saying, what is it that I need to go deeper and really up my game? Because I think in anything in life, we have to kind of do that. When we've learned something, then we're wanting more and more. And this has been a creation that, that I've been in the driver's seat creating the whole thing. So I had to really look at that. So that's when, like you were saying, that's when I, I came up with these four steps in the book of Gratis Size 365. And it's intentionally showing people if they choose, a, I think, a fairly easy way to implement gratitude from the time you wake up in the morning throughout your day until you go to, to sleep. I share each step and many different choices that they could go with or create their own. Bringing gratitude is an action, not a reaction. Taking the action, and it can be something so small. Even if you said thank you all day long, if you said it first thing in the morning, you said it on your way driving to work, um, at lunch, and before you go to bed, just saying thank you, just saying that. Even something as simple as that, it's incredible when day in, day out, you start to say that. And then the other thing that could happen, maybe not, but for me it did, um, I do a gratitude walk. And when I, I'll just say thank you, that on each step I take, I just say thank you, thank you, thank you. And things start to filter in when, I, when, I, when I'm thankful for it. Mm, I love that. What would you say to someone who says they don't have time for a gratitude practice? I would say that if somebody has some little bit of desire or wanting something, I just say that any little teeny step, I don't like I just said in the same thank you, or if you can just find one thing to be grateful for, who doesn't have time for that? But that's if you have that desire to want to do that. It, it starts, it starts there, like a, a fitness program, like a, a eating program, any, anything. It starts with the, someone having the desire. And if you have that desire, then it's, it can be done just by one little, one thing. 
And I think if you have the desire, but you don't know how to get started, connecting to someone like you who gives a framework for how Mm -hmm. to get started and a method Mm -hmm. is really sometimes the best gift you can give yourself. Sometimes it's just you read a book and you start Mm -hmm. to implement one tiny thing and you habit stack and build those habits. And before you know it, you've got a full-fledged gratitude practice every day. And, and it, right. What I have found about the gratitude practice is just like anything, you don't use it, you, you lose it a little bit. It can come back quicker, quicker. This is a live process for me. The gratitude work will always be in my world. It's not a one and done. And I'm okay with that. So it's really really about building your gratitude muscle. I think you shared that with me when we had our uh, Mm pre-meeting and we're talking that you have, it's a muscle you have to exercise. The more Mm -hmm. gratitude you give it, the stronger that muscle gets. Absolutely. Absolutely. So where do folks who want to connect with you find you? Facebook page. It's called Gratisize 365 and it's G-R-A-T-I-C-I-S-E because a lot of people don't get the spelling of that. And on that Facebook page, I'm and Instagram as well, the same name, I share a different gratitude exercise every single day. So even if people want to just explore and see what that's like, I give a prompt every single day. My website is gratisize365.com. We did a global gratitude summit back in 2018, 2019 with 30 amazing doctors and and, um, experts on gratitude that it's free for anyone who wants to explore that. So my website is a really great place as well. So I found something kind of unique on your website. You had a little questionnaire or a little tool to figure out where you are in terms of how much gratitude. Can you share that? Yes. You know, you had asked me some questions. Um, You had kind of briefed me a little bit about you know, how I came up with all this. And, and, and I just want to say that when you know you're on your path and you're doing what you're, t- you're supposed to do, the ideas, the creations that have come through me, I've never had it before in my life as it keeps happening. And this, but what you're speaking of, after I wrote the 28-day gratitude workout book, I said I wanted to find what, a way people could gauge it. And it's called um, the Gratifit test. What is your gratitude fitness level? And I, it just, I took um, 18 questions from the book of the 28 day gratitude workout. People take the test. It's, it's simple. Well, in the gratitude, in the 28 day gratitude workout book, it was the very first book I wrote and they're very simple, but powerful exercises to do one every day. And as you saw in the, in the questionnaire, you know, those are pretty, they're good questions or things we don't think about um, because backing everything up here. What had me do this whole work was when I got the awareness of how much I was taking for granted in my life. I mean, I knew I had gratitude. I believe, I always say that I've got more gratitude in my DNA. I believe I was born with that. But I also know that I really took so much for granted in my life, the simple things. And that's what started the 28-day gratitude workup of my first one. Well, I thought the Gratifit tool was really good. I thought I had a really great practice, but Uh I have room to grow. And there Uh were some things on there that I had never thought of before. So I thought it was really good. If you currently have- Do you mind sharing which one? I'm curious, one of those that- um, Um, Gosh, 
I can't recall right off the top of my head what they were, but I did not score in that top percentile. I scored underneath that, so which meant that I had room to grow. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was a great tool for getting you to think a little bit more about where are you at, what are you doing, and what areas could you improve in? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's so true. And the thing that I found in that GratiFit test, what I've been working on with everybody is I so encourage people not to see it as a competition and not to judge themselves on those answers. I did a workshop with that test. I gave different hand signs for the numbers. So I think when it was never in some time, I had people place their hands on their heart when they gave that, when they shared that, that was their their answer for that because it allowed them to give themselves grace Mm. if it was never or sometimes. I think we do hold ourselves to these crazy standards. Mm. And what you said about it not being a competition, I think is really important. This is really about personal growth and about looking for areas that you can stretch or grow your practice, not trying to fit into this box. That's what told me that I've done a lot of growing because there was a time if I would have taken that, I would have tried to figure out how to get to a (laughs) hundred because that's how we're wired and that's how the world pushes us. So I just thought it was such a a neat way to just do a quick self-assessment and look for ways that you could move yourself along or stretch or grow yourself without that. And I thought the language that you used was very user-friendly and it was Mm -hmm. very anti-competition with yourself kind of language. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. And, you know, and I share with people too, when they have those answers of those questions, when it's like, I never do it or only sometimes I tell people you, that is the greatest gift by choosing those two, you've just been given the greatest gift because you get to see an area that you didn't realize that you had that was that you now can do something with that. So it's a real gift. Yeah. So here's our call to action for listeners this week. Jump on over to Sharon's website and take that GratiFit assessment and see where you are. And if there are some areas for growth that you have, not I'm not going to ask you to make a plan. I'm just going to ask you to put that in your awareness and try to be more aware. And every day, maybe just pick one area that you want to grow in and start with that. Great. That's great. Thank you so (laughs) much for having this chat with me today. We'll post all the links to your connections in our show notes so that folks can find you easily. And I wish you lots of luck and wonderful travels with whatever life brings you next. Thank you so much. Less stress in life is possible. If you're new to this kind of thinking and would like to explore what's possible for you, we'd love to connect. You can reach us through our website at lessstressinlife.com. That's lessstressinlife.com.